Hi, welcome to Romance Happy Hour. I'm Dylan Crush. And I'm Don Ludicky. We're bringing you your favorite romance authors. You'll get to hear them read from their books and answer your questions. Now let's get on with the show. And we are live, Don here with Romance Happy Hour. And I can I know that you can see that we have a few special guests here. So I'm super, super excited. Of course, we have the amazing Miss Dylan Crush. Hello, Dylan. Amazing tonight. <laughs> Woo! Uh, yes, you're amazing. And so she has somebody next to her, and it's Casey Rose. We love Casey. Um, she has been yeah, here a few times. Like- it's bring a friend to romance happy hour night tonight, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And right? of course, okay. below we us, we have so. Miss Stephanie Queen. Stephanie, you were here earlier, like one, one of our earlier shows, I think, that you, oh, yeah. you visited us. Yeah, so we're very <sighs> excited to have you back. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I'm getting back. delays. I'm getting you delays again. Is that me? Yeah, Is I think, me? well, I don't know. It, it looks, it appears to be you from my point of view, but we're on, okay. yeah, we've got hotel and hotspot Wi-Fi. So, right. I mean, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> who knows this tonight, whether it's me with my Montana internet or right. um, Dylan with her hotspot and hotel internet. Stephanie, how are you doing down there with your internet? You good? Um, So far, I have hotel internet. Oh, she, yes. Booth Bay Harbor Main, like totally out of my uh, normal normal range but it's so far so good okay but ladies you got to tell me and you got to tell our viewers why do you are you in hotels that's going to be the first she's talking me why are you in hotels i mean well i think we should let stephanie go first oh vacation oh my husband who's out on the balcony now so he kicked him out yeah oh my gosh what are you doing anything fun on vacation? Oh, you know, like a harbor cruise and uh, just yeah. chilling around town. And it's like one of those, it's like picture Cabot Cove from the murder she wrote. And it's like that. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a job and you, you don't have to, ex- a mission. I'm going to call it a mission because you can accept it or you can't, you don't mm-hmm. have to, but I would, I hope you can. If you see a dolphin, can you take a picture? And, oh, and like sure. post on Romance Happy Hour. <laughs> I love dolphins so much. Okay. Do they have? I have. Do they have any dolphins in Maine though? I don't know. Sometimes is, is it cold puffins. for dolphins in Maine? They have puffins and seals. Puffin. Yep. Okay. Take a picture but of I a puffin a... then, because I've never seen one. All right, but I do have a dolphin picture I can post for you anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, I love dolphins. I do. I love. I have one tattooed on my back. I don't know if you know that. This might be a new information for our viewers. I do have a dolphin tattoo. Yeah, I am bearing it all. And and I'm going to give you my bucket list. One of the things on my bucket list. I have skydived before. I will say I've done that, but I want to swim with dolphins, and that is on my list of things to do before I die. So. Yeah. But uh, we digress. Well, I digress. Dylan, why are you at a hotel? (laughs) Um, We are at a hotel because we did a book signing in Knoxville last weekend. Mm -hmm. And then we rolled into a writing retreat. 
And then we were supposed to go back to Casey's house and work on a book related project that is not ready. So we found ourselves with a couple extra days before my flight leaves on Saturday. And so I said, Hey, what would you think about going to Nashville? Um, and then tomorrow, so we're in Nashville today. We did the um, Grendel Opry tour mm -hmm. this afternoon. We, we ate at Loveless Cafe. Yep. Did Music Row. Yep. Some shopping. And then tomorrow we are going to just pop down to Lynchburg and um, cross one of the items off of my bucket list, which mm -hmm. is touring the Jack Daniels Distillery and having lunch at Miss Mary Bobo's because mm -hmm. my Whiskey Wars series is all kind of did a lot of online research about whiskey stuff. And so I'm excited to actually get to go see it in person tomorrow. So that's why we're wow. at a hotel. Awesome. And Dawn, you're at home. So I'm at home. Have you been in a I hotel in, this summer? <laughs> I have. I was in a hotel last week. Thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> no, my daughter um, is a senior this year. She's 16, but she is a senior. And um, she signed up for this new tour thing they have for for a college and you come you spend two days she could have stayed in the in the um, dorms but she was a little mm -hmm. bit too nervous and so she stayed with me yeah. in a hotel it was two days of information and applications and and then oh they promised her a really fast turnaround and Today, we found out that she got accepted into her first college that she applied for. Oh, Whoa. awesome. Awesome. So is that it? Like, the, where? MSU. Where Bozeman. In Bozeman. In Bozeman. You guys have Very been cool. there, right? I yeah. Love you Bozeman. Guys are, yeah. So, yeah, she yep. will be going to Bozeman next year, and she's super, super excited. And honestly, I feel like they did such a great job on this program that I now want to go to college with my own daughter. And I don't think she wants to be my roommate, but yeah, I don't know about that. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's where we're at. Yeah. So yeah, she, she got all signed up. She got accepted and she was having a pretty good year. Summer. Well, summer, then she so. can probably just kick back and relax her senior year. if She already has all that no. figured out. She's actually doing three college classes and art and PE because she has everything already done for the school for to graduate. So she's taking college classes. So, yeah, she can't sit back. Very cool. <laughs> she can't get that great in college classes. But <laughs> yes, that, that was the she hotel that. I got to stay at. But I don't know. That, yeah. That intense drive. I wonder where she gets that from. <laughs> no idea. I'm never busy. No. <laughs> nope. just like you ladies are never busy oh my gosh yeah. i feel like a writer is is never has a time off because when you have a time off you're sitting there going i, I should be writing mm -hmm. i should be finishing my story i should be starting week. a new story <laughs> yeah yeah yes well tonight will be my fifth bed my fifth different bed in yep. since last thursday so wow you're yeah. counting tomorrow will be six tomorrow yeah. will be my sixth bed so, there's you know. a romance novel joke in there somewhere i know right <laughs> right yeah. exactly so yeah all right well we so are what here have you been working on dawn yes i i have Hello. been working on sorry are, are you glitching what's going on Our internet i feel is like funny. i'm not glitching right. i feel like you are but i don't know 
How about we take okay. a we take a poll up to the viewers? Who do you think is glitching more? Me, Dylan, or Stephanie? <laughs> Yeah, tonight, uh, tonight is not a strong internet night. Nobody knows. Nobody yeah, knows. We're in downtown Nashville. And mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> but yes, we have not done yeah. the whole like, what have you been working right. on thing yet? Right. So let's get back into our. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Let's do that. So okay. I have been um, working on my second um, firefighter, super, uh, not superhero, but rescue hero book. <laughs> Um, I just had a release on the first. It is in an anthology, um, Saved by the Hero, Everyday Hero. Um, and then that one kind of leads into my next book, my next release, which will be, I believe, November 7th. I think it's the 7th. So it's definitely November. It needs to be written. And so, like, I'm, I'm on, like, a crunch time right now because I have to get it written. Because we're almost going into the school year. And once I hit that, I'm done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> I've got no time. What about you, Dylan? You're obviously on some epic tour, um, touring right. all your distilleries and one. I'm touring one, about. one distillery. But we one toured distillery. one yesterday. We didn't tour a distillery. Well, kind of. We tasted a distillery yesterday. We did, <laughs> we did a moonshine. We, we did oh. a... What was it? Shine and, and wine, Dine Tour. Wine Me, Dine Me, and Shine Me Tour in Pigeon yes. Forge. Yes. And the first one we walked in and they had all the shots lined up on the bar. It was something like, I think, 20 shots. I've never seen anything like, like it, John. The 20 shot. Oh, my gosh. By the end of it, I'm like holding on to the bar going, okay, now I got to eat. Because <laughs> it was a lot. It was, it was a lot. So I feel like I'm next doing time... research. Yeah. I feel like next time you guys do this Not epic writing, tour. A lot of research. Yeah. Next time you do this epic tour, you need to like invite your invite the viewers and me and be like, let's just all have some big party touring distilleries and and well, I mean, y'all were welcome to come. Nobody told us. <laughs> you could have come to Rock and Readers, Rock and Romance Readers in Knoxville, Tennessee. We'll be there next I year. Yep. I know. I'm trying to do I'm trying to figure out some places to go i've already talked to sarah like i need some places mm -hmm. to go yep. next next year so i'm planning on it was a i am really fun signing if anybody yep. um watching or listening later is looking for a fun signing on the eastern side of the u.s um rock and romance readers in knoxville was a lot of fun it was both it, of our first yeah. time and we we had a really good time and we're both going next year and there was plenty so, okay. of eye candy in the cover model section oh. yes there were, mm -hmm. there were um, <laughs> golden was put... there with um, a few of his models. And so um, really and lots, of lots of readers. It was a lot of fun. Have you ever been to that one, Stephanie? No, I'll be going up to New Hampshire's um, fall in love, New England foliage time um, in that Beautiful. Area in the October. Okay. Um, um, every year. I'll be going to one in Connecticut too. I'm up in the Northeast area, so it's wow. right here. Yep. So, That's awesome. I get down south. I think there's a lot of romance readers down there. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. My husband just said the other day how he misses the falls in New England. That's oh, the yeah. one thing he misses about that. It is beautiful and it's very romantic in, in New England in the fall. I think, you know, we can do some, we could. It's romantic everywhere, you know, in the South or whatever, during the Southern Bell 
southern south i mean the south is hot i don't know i don't know but i'm just saying in the <laughs> i totally like we're vomiting right now oh my god are, are you okay tonight john i, I are I'm you tired. okay i'm, I'm, I'm not almost okay. done with her drink here. i'm really tired right. i've been i've been doing real estate all day so my brain's fried so <laughs> tired Okay. But um, yes, New England, romantic, fall. That's it. That was my, that was my. Absolutely. You're all invited. Um, and Stephanie, what have you been working on lately? Oh, hockey romance and more hockey romance. That's Woo. my specialty. I've been writing it for a few years, even before it got very hot this past uh, yes. winter. And so my husband plays hockey. My father played hockey. My whole family is a hockey family. And so it was inevitable because I'm a sports nut and I love romance that I would write hockey romance. And so nice. my latest one was called, is called um, The Big Puck. And I will be reading when my time comes. Yay. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Hockey romance is definitely on an upswing as far as popularity goes. Of course, those of us who have been reading it all along have yeah. always known how awesome it is but yeah but also, those of us who know a lot of hockey players um can also i don't know we were talking about that at our writing retreat you know mm -hmm. it's like hockey is definitely on an upswing but i'm wondering how many people have actually been around a guy when he just gets <laughs> off the ice because that's oh, just no. an unforgettable yeah. moment, moment the equipment isn't it? when they just yeah. get done playing hockey. yeah oh, i know yeah yeah, the hockey equipment is special smell. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yes, it's not something you forget easily. Yeah. And it's it soaks in with all the layers uh -huh. that they have to wear. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when they yeah don't wash their equipment and yeah. Yeah, because the superstitions and like we can't yes, wash right. my underwear because you know you're you've got a superstition going on, it can get pretty bad. Yes. <laughs> I think it was always the shin, the shin. Oh yeah, a lot of made of leather, and it soaks into the leather, and it's like impossible. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, that's the less romantic side, but come on. I'm sorry. Yeah. I totally see this right there, didn't I? You gotta suspend reality sometimes. For sure. For sure. The, the very romantic side of hockey players right now is a lot of them do not shave, and so they have these wonderful beards that they grow all season long. So that. That is the romantic side of hockey. I found that's kind of the trend on everything right now. The guy's yeah. just not wanting to shave, so they like grow beards. It's like well, for sure. the mountain man look. But you can know you can't really tell who's you know what, actually though, think... tough and who's just plain pretended to be tough. <laughs> I'm telling not all men with beards are tough on. I mean That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Right. You can't tell anymore. <laughs> you used to be able to. I think. I'm not sure I'm following that rationale. No, yeah. <laughs> well, in Montana anyway. So. Okay. That's where the real mountain men are. Yeah, yeah. we do. That is true. Oh. Men are set. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know if you'd man. want to meet them, though. Oh, man. <laughs> I've heard well, the stories. That's where we, we do just suspend the disbelief on a lot of things when it comes yeah. to our men. A mountain man actually shower. So I right. mean, there's that. I know. Okay. So, right. so you, you're. We, we did get to some reading. Yeah, we do. 
because I'm okay. I've already had like one um, drink. We need to get to some reading tonight, Dawn. You said you're sure. up first. I am. I'm gonna read first. So, so I I am reading from my my new release in the anthology Into the Flames. Um, in this story, Dalton and Sadie, um, they uh, Sadie was came a while a while back. I mean, I guess you'll get this from the reading, but. Um, had a really hot fling with Dalton and then just went home and now she's back for good and he doesn't know how to deal with that. So I'm going to start from there. <laughs> Let me bring it up. Okay. Um, so they, they actually live in the same apartment and he's just figuring this out. So Good Lord, there it was again. The new neighbor's fucking, oh, sorry, Dylan. Effing fire alarm. <laughs> I broke our own rule. I'm so sorry, Dylan. I'm so sorry. I broke our rule. Okay. <laughs> Let me start over. Good Lord, there it was again. The new neighbor's effing fire alarm. Beep, beep, beep. Dalton Brown adjusted his beer in his other hand and stepped onto his out onto his balcony to get a blast of fresh air. He, he closed the sliding glass door to his apartment, but it didn't muffle the sound any. He peeked over the edge of the black metal railing, not sure what he was expecting to see below. His new neighbor, perhaps? This was the third time this week Dalton had to sit back and listen to whoever moved in downstairs, struggling to turn the noise off. Dalton downed the rest of his beer, He'd been so busy at work, he hadn't unloaded his dishwasher from last weekend, let alone met his neighbor. In fact, if it wasn't for the damn fire alarm going off and the thumping that followed, he wouldn't even know the apartment had another tenant. Thud. Beep. Thud. Ah, the old broom trick. Only this time it didn't seem to work because the thudding continued on forever. Beep. Thud. Thud. Beep. Okay, that's it. Dalton set his cup on the small glass garden table next to his plastic outside chair, rushed through his, his apartment, and clambered downstairs. He knocked perhaps louder than was necessary, but he only had to wait a few heartbeats before the door ripped open to reveal a small, frazzled woman with large green eyes. Familiar green eyes. Wisps of dirty blonde hair fell from her ponytail and framed her face, and her eyes widened. It's you. She smoothed the flyaway tendrils back, but her chest rose and fell in quick breaths, and she grasped the broom handle with white knuckles. He swore something deep in her eyes flickered with fire and lust, but with a single blink it disappeared. Had he imagined it? It's me. Dalton tilted his head to the side as recognition dawned on him. He swallowed hard past the instant dry mouth at the memory of Sadie Aberdeen, the woman who, be who came into town last summer for a job and not only stole one hot-ass night from him, but he was pretty sure she was currently wearing his favorite Carhartt t-shirt. Holy blank. Did it look sexy with those butt-hugging shorts she had on beneath it? Damn, was it possible to be jealous of a shirt touching her body instead of him? She borrowed it when she'd spilled coffee on her little white silky top thing that she'd worn the last night of her stay in Cold Springs. His chest tightened at the memory of the way the streetlight filtered into the window of his bedroom and highlighted her curves. She wasn't as small as the women he'd met, but she was the perfect kind of medium. 
She had the right curves in the right places, and it was those curves that drew his attention to begin with. The shadows crossed her body at night and played games with the moment, teasing him, tempting him to show her a night she wouldn't forget. Only he was the one who couldn't forget. He wanted to reach out and run his hands down her hip the way he had before. He'd thought about her several times over the last year, but didn't think he would ever see her again. She'd only been there for a few weeks with a different fire crew to get photos of the Charlie Mountain fire, and he flirted with her every chance he got. When they finally put out the, the fire, his crew had celebrated with a night out at the firehouse pub next to the station, and she was there. God, she was stunning back then, but somehow, standing here in front of him, very much stressed and frazzled, she was even more adorable. He glanced at the broom in her hand as the fire alarm blared behind her, bringing his thoughts back to the moment. He waved toward the alarm just outside the kitchen. May I? She stepped back to let him in. Please. He glanced around at the tiny apartment, looking very similar to his. Well, aside from the unpacked boxes stacked up along the far wall, some marked books and other books, some marked books and other boxes marked kitchen stuff. How long was she planning to stay this time? A while, he guessed, seeing as though she rented an apartment. Here, she held out the broom. He shook his head, scraping the chair against the linoleum as he drug it beneath the alarm. He was going to fix the problem once and for all. Silence. Sweet silence filled the room when he took the battery out and handed it to her with a smile. There, now you don't have to worry about it. I thought we weren't supposed to take the battery out. She grabbed the battery from him and flipped it over a few times. Isn't that a safety hazard? You aren't supposed to set it off every day either, he teased. She wrinkled her nose and set it on the counter in the nearby kitchen. There's something wrong with this apartment. It keeps going off every time I cook. She slouched her shoulders and took a few st steps to toss a pan full of blackened noodles. He chuckled. Well, if you cook like that every night, then it's doing exactly what it's supposed to. He raised a single eyebrow to match his smile. I can boil water for tea and it sets the dang thing off. She threw her hands in the air and her expression fell just a little. I give up. I'll just grub hub from now on. It's a small town. You'll get burgers for ribs, burgers or ribs from the firehouse pug, pub, or burgers and hot dogs from the burger bee. And our delivery guy's name is Todd. He's earning money for college next year, and he has to be home by seven on school nights so he can get his homework done and chores done before bed. It's nine at night on weekends, though. Sadie quirked her mouth up and dropped into the chair he'd pulled beneath the alarm. Basically, I need to I need to order by six, and I'm eating like a cowboy. That's about it. I guess you'll have to live with. I guess I'll have to live with the alarm. Only if you put the battery back in. But don't tell your local firefighter. Don't tell anybody your local firefighter took it out. He teased. I'd never hear the end of it. Did James send you? She asked. Dalton started. The fire chief. Why would he send me? Oh. She stood up straight and quirked her head to the side. I thought since I'm working with your crew this year, you were coming to, like, debrief me or something. Dalton shook his head. I don't know. I didn't know you were the photojournalist working with us this year. I knew you were getting one, getting on with the crew this week, but I didn't know you would come back this summer. Oh, I'm here for more than a summer. 
My boss transferred me to Cold Springs, she snorted. You guys seem to have more forest fires than anywhere else in the state. The way she talked so easily, as if they hadn't had a moment a year ago, made his chest twist. Did she not remember him? Remember that night? Except for that brief flicker in her eyes, she gave no sign she remembered the short but hot history they shared. That didn't set well with Dalton. One night with her wasn't enough. Okay, so that was quick. I can read more. Dylan, should I read more? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, it wasn't, I wasn't that, I mean, that was pretty quick, though. I can read more. Um, I didn't know if you had anything else planned. I mean, I thought that was cute. It's a short story, right? Yeah, it is a short story. So, yeah. Yeah, so we'll call it good there. That was, that was scene one. Okay, I was going to say, if you want to read more, we don't want to give too much away if it's a short story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also, I'm not reading very well tonight, so I had to um, skip over a couple F-bombs. So, um, if we you know somebody stumbled. Yes. I know. I, I said one, and then I skipped over the rest. There was at least three more, just so you know. I skipped okay. them over. <laughs> I'm at like 75% right now. Or, yeah, 75% success rate right now. Tonight. <laughs> tonight. Um, that was super cute. And so are all of the books in the anthology... They're everyday heroes, right? Or everyday heroes. So we have firefighters, um, EMTs, military. Uh, I do firefighters, and then the police officers. Um, I think there's even. I feel like, I don't know for sure, but I feel like there's even like a bouncer. <laughs> I'm not sure. So yeah, you'll, you'll have to go look and tell me if there's a bouncer in there, at some point. But yes. So everyday heroes, you know, the hot guys in the world. Right. And how long is this um, available? You said I it honestly, just came out. It did just come out. And I, I think it's like 90 days that they're having it. I'm not going to, don't quote me on that. But I think it's, I feel like it's okay. 90 days. That's typically what she does. So um, to just kind of introduce you to the, to the heroes that will be in the books later on. So this book gotcha. features Dalton and Sadie, and they're just a kind of a an intro into um, James and Claire. And James and Claire are the heroes for the books I'm writing now. And um, for those of you who have read my Lone Tree Ranch series, it does feature Miss Milner. So Miss Milner is the one that owns... Um, she she has the the raccoon that's kind of mischievous and she carries him around in a in a baby carrier on her front um but miss milner is featured in there and it kind of spins off from sadie i'm not gonna give too much away but sadie and miss milner are um are forming a or starting an animal sanctuary for the town okay fun Got fun animals. Yeah. Foxes. Very foxes. cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing. Yes. Um, we have a question, one question, but it's yeah, clear for you. Stephanie so far. So um huh. so yeah, I think 
we can hold that one up. Or I guess we can go ahead and ask now. Um, Debbie wants to know, for you, Stephanie, are there any plans for additional Beachcomber books? Oh, Debbie. <laughs> I wrote this series for everybody. Uh, there was 12 books long, and then I, and I ended it. 12 books is a lot. So, um, but then, you know, just out of sentimental, you know, whatever, I wrote a little Christmas novella in December and then I thought it was really over. <laughs> it's nice though you when know, readers love your characters. In a spin-off series or something. I don't know. Yeah. Possibly a spin-off. How's that? <laughs> I was gonna say it's nice I though mean, when readers love your characters so much that they want to see them. Right. You know, they want to keep reading. Yeah. yeah. This was a, uh, romantic, up, so. it was a romantic thriller series, and it followed um, uh, these, you know, private eyes on Martha's Vineyard. They were like a, a couple, but not a couple, one of those. Um, like in Moonlighting with Bruce Willis and what's name? Like, anyway, it was like, a, it was like this, this on again, off again couple. So it followed the same, the same characters. And so that's, you know, you get to know them and whatever. I don't know. But, so, um, my question is: Since yeah. you're clearly tour the Northeast a lot, you're in Maine currently. Have you yeah. been to Martha's Vineyard? Oh, absolutely! Yeah. yeah, is it one of your favorite places to vacation? Oh yeah, we vacationed there um, quite a bit when my kids were, especially when they were younger, and um, and to Nantucket more recently, and um, all the Cape, all, all the places, all the places. In the northeast, yeah. My, uh, well, I stick to my books. All stick pretty close to home. Yeah. Setting. I was gonna say, so you're a New England That's girl through and through. I I didn't get that done. I was just gonna say, so you're a New England girl through and through. Pretty much, although I did live in New York for a while. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But that's still the Northeast, so it's all right. I was going to say, you have to be north of Connecticut to be considered New England, though. Well, Connecticut's New England. Yeah, um, Connecticut and, sorry, and Connecticut right, and and north. north. Right, right. Yeah. New England. Exactly. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay. So, You're Dylan, do we have any more? No, I, I feel like um, our internet isn't so good. I don't know. I keep yeah. saying something and I feel like I'm talking over you guys. So do I. Yes. <laughs> so Again, I'm just going to pop this in there. Yeah, Karen. Um... Sorry, I'm just going to vote. I'm, I'm going to remind the readers to vote. Whose internet do you think is worse tonight? I'll just note that <laughs> Dylan and Casey and Stephanie are all at hotel internet and I am in Montana internet. We are doing a vote this, this today. <laughs> Who's got the worst internet? Pop, pop it yes. in the comments. Yeah. Um, Karen, our question queen has joined us this evening. Nice. So um, she has given us a few extras. If you want to cover a couple more before we hear from Stephanie. Um, oh, and here she goes. She's she's going to keep spitting them out <laughs> now that she's here. I she's love it that Karen's keep here. Keep them going. Yeah. Um, Okay, Karen, you have to slow down a second. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to focus long enough to read one. Okay, here we go. I'm going to pop it up there so that, that it can hold a, hold a spot. Um, 
Karen is asking, what advice would you give a new writer, someone just starting out? So Stephanie, why don't you take this one first? Oh, it's the old age old, um, you know, write what you love to read and um, read a lot, um, you know, do all of the, like the, the homework of, um, you know, reading the um, books about writing and, uh, and just write, write, write. It's so much fun. <laughs> if you enjoy it, just do it. That's How about you, Dawn? I would say, right, right. And then um, what, when you look at, when you look at your um, reviews and critiques, um, just remember to listen to Toby Keith's The Critic and drink a little bit of whiskey. And then you'll be fine the next day because everybody's gonna be mean. Like everybody's gonna have bad reviews. Everybody's gonna have people who don't like their work, but the, I think the real thing is that you like your work, you know, like you, you like it, you love it. There's going to be somebody else that likes it and loves it just as much as you do, but don't let the, don't let the critics get you down. So yeah, whiskey and Toby Keith, the critic cry about it for a little bit and then write some more. That's my, that's my advice. What do you say, Casey? What's your advice? Yeah. Um, my advice is you can't edit a blank page. So don't stress out over every little word choice. Um, write the story out and finish the book because that is the hardest thing you will ever do is finishing mm -hmm. your first book. And then you can go back and edit and you're going to find that you probably don't need to edit it as much as you, you don't need to you know, nitpick every word as much as you think you do. So get it finished and then take a breath celebrate and then go back. Sounds what about you, I know I saw you nodding. So I want you to answer it. So, yep. Oh, um, I mean, I would just say like, just write, like, don't let anybody tell you that there are a million different ways to write a book. And you're going to hear a lot of people tell you that this is the way that you should be doing things. And, yeah, I think what Casey said, just finish the book because there are a million different ways to write a book. And and I think some people get so scared that they're doing it wrong that that they're afraid to even put pen to paper or, you know, yeah. fingers on the keyboard. And so and then they never finish a book. And that's mm -hmm. such a shame. Yeah. So. So just don't let never... anybody stop you from. Yes, there's always room for more books in this world. So that's for sure. Story. For sure. Now, wait, can oh, I, can whoops, I pause I real quick? Just, I didn't mean to click on a new one. Okay. There we go. My question real quick is raise of hand. Whose hotel was it that had the um, police officer going past just now? <laughs> all right. All right. So we're in Nashville. We're in downtown Nashville. <laughs> two, two blocks from Honky Tonk Row, which we're going to go gotcha. enjoy after this. Yes. 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 Yeah. Obviously us, not Stephanie, who is on the lovely coast of Maine. That was not, <laughs> that was not. But we need to hear from Stephanie. So are you yeah. ready to? All right. To well, I have to tell you. Yes, I'm ready. Mine is much shorter than Dawn. So because And that's fine. Right. Do so, you um yes. 
Do you have to set anything up for us or are you starting yes. at like page one, chapter one? No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to set it up. Um, this is a, it's a hockey romance and this is about a, um, Spencer, who is a new coach for the, a new team and his baby's nanny, Lainey. And this is a first person. No, I think it's her. It's not you. It's her. <laughs> Did I you just lose you? You froze. You froze. And so I'm sorry. I got to tell you because it's hilarious. You yeah. froze. And Dylan and Casey, Casey's like, I think it's us. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, nope. Nope. It's nope. her for sure. <laughs> All right. Where do I leave her? Where, where do I leave now? Okay. The nanny. You, you were telling us it's about um, the baby's nanny, Lainey. Okay, okay. So this is from Lainey's point of view, first person point of view. Um, and they they just had a moment. Not a big moment, but they just had a moment. So here she is. Popping right. away from Spencer. Guilt rushes through me as I realize how we look. Even when there's no reason to feel guilt at all. Except that the brush of Spence's hand and the intensity of hazel, his hazel eyes make me want him bad. Mo just parged in my ex and says, what the hell's going on here, Lainey? Who is this man? Mo, Maurice Borelli, my ex with the emphasis on ex, glares at Spence with such rage that I'm shocked into speechlessness. What the heck is he doing here with you in your house? It's not my house. This is Spencer Logan, coach of the Ports of Wheelers. It's his house. You live here with him? I just froze. I'm now holding back volumes of energy. I can feel the vibration of a barely contained explosion in heart palpitating proportions, seething in his tightly muscled body. Yes, I do live here with him. I use my stern school teacher voice reserved for the most difficult kindergartners. I'm a living nanny for his baby girl. He's my boss. Red hot rage blows up. You were in his arms. Don't lie to me. I can feel the bleeping tension in the room like clawing need. I can almost smell the sex. That's what Mo says. Red Hut outrage blows up inside me, blurring the moment, slowing time. I hear Spence growl in the background, but all I can think is how dare Mo accuse me as if he has the right. My instant reflexes take over. My hand lifts sharply and swings and I slap him across the face hard. So hard that my hand stings, but it's a good sting. Mo's face goes red and he raises a hand, but in my mind where time is slow, I'd swear he's only defending himself from my assault. My assault. Clarity returns in horror at the reality of my unprecedented violence against humanity stuns me as my hands fly to cover the yelp that comes from my mouth. Before a split second passes, Spence jumps Don't you bleep and go near her, he growls. 
But Mo doesn't react well. He's no slouch when it comes to aggressive male hormones. He was a star athlete in high school, though nowhere near Spence's league. Now all those dormant alpha juices rise up and Mo swings around to throw a punch at his new attacker. One fiercely alpha hockey guy, my new crush, Spence, my funky boss. I'm still too stunned to say or do anything useful. Not that I could necessarily stop them. Plus there's that teeny tiny bit inside me, the devil, who likes that a man, particularly this one, Spencer, is fighting to protect me. God almighty, Laney Hall, when did you descend to this level of pathetic neediness for male attention? Probably about the time Mo disillusioned me about the value of his attention when I thought he adored me. Mo tries to punch Spence, but Spence, being a former professional athlete, has lightning quick reflexes, even in his retirement. Unsurprisingly, he dodges Mo's attempted punch. Then quicker than I can let out a screech, Spence unleashes an uppercut, landing a blow to Mo's face with a satisfying crunch. Did I say satisfying? I guess I was bloodthirsty for revenge, and I take a breath while Mo lands on his butt. I just went out, despite the short duration of the scuffle. Rage and more dangerous energy than I've ever felt unleashed in my presence swirls around Spencer. Goosebumps rise on my arms and excitement shoots to my very core. Oh my God, I am out of my element so far and I can't decide if this new wild feeling is a good thing or a bad. The kind of bad I want more of. I'm ending it there because it's kind of, you know, <laughs> more to come. Oh. That's right. I did that the wrong way. Dylan, that's what do I do? This one? Okay, right. no. There we go. <laughs> so, um, I like Dylan, but I don't like her enough to be like up in her space. That's much, that's much better. <laughs> kind of a, the, the alpha hockey male type of scene. I figured I'd give that. that yeah, I love it. I'm not the best at reading, so you have to use your imagination oh, a lot more. You were Sorry. great. I think <laughs> the internet issues, but you know what I loved? Yeah. Is that you were like, wait, wait. I had some issues. I know. And you just I kept going. Like, you were awesome. Yeah. You just rolled oh, with the punches. You're great. You're yeah. good at this. With the well, literal it's... punches. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dylan. What was you going to say? And and we are not the techie kind. I mean, our our viewers know that what happens on Romance Happy Hour. I mean, it's it's as yeah. real as it gets because, yeah. <laughs> I got to be we honest, though. Going, like, so. Yeah. We kind of have fun with the issues and the fact that you guys exactly. razz us about our issues. Like, we love that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I gotta say, we're like, <laughs> we love when you when you tease so us good. a little bit. Yeah. Yes. But so, Deanna, Stephanie, did, um, go ahead. You do. Sorry. You go. I, I was going to say, Stephanie, do you have that book with you to uh, show us the cover? Or you know, I, you know. The part I didn't tell you about my trip to Booth Bay Harbor, Maine, is that we rode up here on a motorcycle. Oh. And so I could not pack a book on a motorcycle. So I don't have a, I, I don't so have my a, next, yeah, that's okay. my next, 
<laughs> yeah. My next question, though, is do you have motorcycle sex? Oh, no. no. You need that. I know that, that, that could be a thing because those guys are very, very alpha. Yeah, you need that in your life. You need a motorcycle hockey player. Oh my gosh. There you go. That's what we have. Oh my gosh. That's the hottest thing I've ever think I've said just now. Motorcycle <laughs> hockey player. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, can yeah. you remind us what book that is? And we'll, we'll okay, go back. Okay, so and... this is from The Big Puck. And it's the first in the, my new uh, Portsmouth Whalers um, hockey series on uh, Spencer's. And, um, you know, obviously there's a lot of explosiveness in this first, in this first book and a lot of um, drama, but it's also um, a romantic comedy thrown in. So it'll, it has a lot of light, light moments as well. I'm trying to find your book cover to, to show because like I, go ahead. Maybe I could get it on my it does. phone. Because you know what, honestly, I, I That's remember. That's all right, you can pop it in there later. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing your cover though, and I loved it. Like I loved your color. It was great. It was yeah. awesome. We can go back and pop it in there later. Yeah, let's um, do that. Jen says it's her next art that she's going to read. So, hey, Jen, mm -hmm. we didn't see you come in. So, awesome. Um, I have a question for you, Stephanie, about hockey romance, because I know it has been, you know, pretty explosive lately right. and you've been okay. writing it for quite a while. Yeah. Um, what do you love most about writing hockey romance? I think, um, obviously they're, they're like alpha male, but they're also, I think they're pretty team plays. They get close. I think there's like a brotherhood and I think I enjoy that the whole you know, having the team and like community um, for it, which mm -hmm. is for a lot of sports and like football is really the other sport that I write, but those teams are gigantic and really yeah. enjoy um, is having that team camaraderie. Yeah. And, yeah. So, Plus, um, Great answer. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So I was I was gonna ask you, what's your favorite team then? So you you are a hockey, you're a hockey yeah. what mom yeah. and wife and all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like father played, my sister played, my brother played, my uh I didn't play, my son played. I did not. <laughs> like the only um, but yeah, um Boston Bruins, because we're like um oh. Um, I live in Southern New Hampshire and I worked for like many years in Boston and so we're kind of a suburb of, of Boston. So that's, that's who my team is, the Boston Bruins. Yeah. I had, I lived up there. I used to live up there years and years ago. Did and I had a, yeah. I lived in, um, well, all over, just North of Boston, almost to the mess or almost to the border. But, um, so I you had a, I had a, and I know it. Haverhill. I, I know Haverhill. Yeah, that's where I, I used to live. I used to live in Haverhill. Just next I to used, Haverhill. Yeah, I used to work at Yankee Candle there. Okay. And um, that one of my one of my coworkers, she was a secret hockey player because her brothers and her dad were all hockey players, but her mom wanted her to figure skate and not play oh. hockey. 
Right. And so, and so she secretly played hockey with her brothers without her mom knowing. Yeah. Hey, that's I'm not a gonna good... give up. It is right. Good plot line, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I like that. And of course, she was a New Englander. She was yeah. a New Englander. Yeah. So <laughs> she still is. I don't know if yeah. she still plays hockey, but yeah, she was a great friend of mine. Yeah. All right. Well, right. we've got a couple more questions. Should we get back to a couple of Karen's questions? Yeah, for sure. All right. I'm going to skip around a little bit. Um, Karen would like to know what part of the book, and I'm going to say um, of the one that you read tonight, was yeah. the most fun to write? So, Dawn, you want to answer that one first? Sure. I always really like the beginning because I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. And then I get to the middle and I don't know that anymore. And, and then the end is pretty fun because then you're done. So <laughs> I would say the beginning and the end. Because <laughs> in the middle, I'm kind of lost a little bit. And I'm just like, these people so, aren't doing what I want them to do. So, yeah. That's me. So what about this, this story that you read from tonight specifically? Was there anything yes. about the beginning that you liked? Yeah, no, I liked, I liked the... Um, I did like I did like the meat cute like well I guess the secondary meat cute but um I did like that and I also I also like the action scene there's there is an action scene in the middle it's a short story so you kind of got to throw an action scene in there to kind of keep it like lively um I do have a fire scene in there where he rescues her so I did like that one I do like writing action as well yeah. okay. How about you, Stephanie? What part of the book from that you read from tonight was your the most fun to write? I it's big puck. I like I I enjoy most the mo the like that lack moment just before everything gets resolved because it's the most dramatic. Uh, and I I do like the drama. I love that. Good answer. <laughs> Oh, here's the cut. Uh, I don't know if you can see this. Is the cover? Yeah. Cute. Loved it. Yes. Oh, and then it went dark. No, we <laughs> saw it. We saw it. Okay. All right. Oh, good. Let's see. We have um, one more question from Kim. Well, there's a couple more. Um, she wants to know what did you edit out of your last book? if anything. And I am imagining she means like any kind of like a big piece or something. I mean, we all edit tons of little things, but was there anything major that you had to edit out of your last book or story? I don't think I did. Uh, it was a short story, so it was pretty quick. Um, if anything, it was just like a little things here and there, or I restarted the the first scene over and over and over again, but it was a short story. So it's different when it's a short story versus when it's a full length. Cause then you have to get rid of your babies and on full lengths and stuff. So. What about you, Stephanie? I made a huge revision to the end of my book, um, which I don't want to give away, <laughs> but there was going to be more, I almost veered into murder mystery territory. And so I had to kind of like, stop it. It's not a murder mystery. <laughs> and, 
and so I, I, I pull, pull I, yourself I, back and redirect. I, kind of, I came to my senses and remembered. Oh, wait, this is the romance now. <laughs> and I stuck to that. I know. I think I was reading too many thrillers at the time. I guess. <laughs> Watch too many crime movies. I, I, something happened. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we have one more question, and it's Karen. So I don't know if anybody else is watching and has any questions, make sure you pop them in the comments. But this is the last question we have so far. If anyone has anything else, um, let us know. But the last question we have for tonight is, what is the best money you've ever spent with regard to your writing? I'm going to have to say I'm my editor. <laughs> because she calls out things that I don't see she helps me like fix it and make it pretty um you know mm -hmm. i mean book covers yeah they like spending money on your book covers is, you have to but they i think the best is the editing because you can get a book cover from anywhere but you're the one who is representing that that those words and you need to make sure that they're the best words that you can give your readers and you can't do that without an editor. That's my opinion. How about you, Stephanie? Oh, I've spent so much money <laughs> over the years on so many things. Um, uh, I don't know, maybe I can say, maybe I can say uh, like as encapsulating my long really good educational experience on learning apprenticeship in writing would be represented by getting a master's degree in literature and creative writing from Harvard. And I managed to do that over quite a number of years and finally worked out. But I, I really spent some time and effort. Nice. What about you, That's Dylan? That's super impressive. <laughs> yeah. Well, you go first. Yeah. Um, I think mine's more recent, just the money that I spent to get my direct store up and going. Um, it was kind of a game changer in my career. Um, I mean, that's on top of, you know, I 100% agree with an editor, the right editor can make, make your book and the wrong editor can completely break it. So, um, but yeah, what about you? Um, I would say, I mean, this was like years ago, the very first conference I ever went to was an RWA conference in New York City. And I mean, it was before I had an agent, before I had any kind of, I mean, this I went traditional first. So it was before I had an agent, before I had a book deal, um, before I'd even like sent anything out to anybody. And I think just, it felt like a huge leap at that time to spend that amount of money. Um, sorry, we have a Harley. I think right outside <laughs> yeah, the window right now. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, like a gang of Harleys outside yeah. the window. Um, but yeah, I yeah. think just just investing that money in in me and my you know desire to. I mean, that was a big expense. You know, not knowing right. was this going to work out. I mean, you know, just to travel to New York and the expense of the conference and all that other stuff. And just right. I, I think that was what you know, going there really made me look at it as something that, wow, I mean, look at, there are all of these amazing and, you know, I mean, come on, 99.9% .9 of the people who I met who are in this industry are pretty much women, but 
um, you know, look at these amazing, you know, badass boss babe women who are getting their stories out there and yeah, making a living. I did not. That is not a bad word. <laughs> no, I said a bad word. word. Like dog. All the time, yeah. No, I'm sorry, Casey. You're gonna cut me some slack on that. Um, but I think that was probably the best money that I've ever spent, just because it's where it's how I started, and and that's what kind of, I guess, set me on the right path to, to realize, yeah. you know, it's possible. So, all right, yeah, good question, Karen. That was a good yeah. question. Yeah. All right, we did have one more just come in from Jen, so I'm gonna pop that one up there to wrap us up. And this is a good segue because Jen would like to know what book yeah. would you recommend for a first time reader of your books? Where should they start? So what do you think, Stephanie? Where where would you recommend people start with your books? Well, I would have two lanes. Now I write, um, you know, steamy um, sports romance, but there's like two kinds. There's the angsty kind and then there's the more light romantic romantic comedy kind not that there's no drama in there there is some but that's more more of a like i purposely make them funny um so if you want to do the angsty kind then i would start with big man on campus which is a very angsty you know college football romance and if you want to do uh, uh oh she's frozen oh Wanted to hear that. I know the suspense. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna tell us when she unfreezes. I know. What would she recommend? Really good at that. <laughs> what would you oh, say, Don? Uh, oh, oh here she's frozen. She's from frozen. Okay, we missed all, right. all that. What yeah. would you say, okay. Stephanie? I'm last, sorry. It's the puck bunny. <laughs> the For, puck bunny. Okay. The puck. Okay. Cute. I like the Got title. It. Cute. How about you, Donna? So I would, I would say Sorry. for the my readers that um, read historical most, it would be Whitewater Passion. And then um, for my readers that are more contemporary, it would be um, High Heels and Cowboy Boots. Those are my two, I th my, my favorites anyways. So I know I have people with other favorites, but those are my two favorites, so. Yeah, same two spectrums. What about yeah. you, late you ladies? Where should people start? Um, I think the book that most of my readers seem to find me on are either um, the start of my military, which is Saving Noah, Ooh. or the start of my Mountain Man, which is Take Me to the River. I think that cover draws more people in, but in my reader group, more people have said they've started with Saving Noah. Oh. What okay. about you? Um, I guess I guess I have two different options also. If you like cowboy books, um, I don't know. My, my very, well, exactly. Um, <laughs> my very first book I, I ever published was All American Cowboy. And um, I really like that one, especially in paperback, because my publisher put these little pigs on the edges of the page. And so I if you flip that. it, you get to see the little pigs running. Um, oh, that's so it is super cute. I know. I, I like that a lot. So I really, if you, if you like paperback books and you like cowboys, I would start there because then you get the little pigs. Um, and then if you like steamy small town without the cowboys, 
I'm really enjoying writing the Whiskey War series. And the first book in that series is called Drinking Deep. And um, and I have another book in that series that is coming out later on this fall. So that can... we're going to do research for tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you don't have, you have a title, though. Do you have a title? Oh, Drinking Deep is the first book in that series. Right. Do you have a title for the next one? Oh, new, the new book is Sipping Seduction. So they all okay. revolve around uh, whiskey distillery. And so, yes, Tasting okay. Temptation or Drinking Deep, Tasting Temptation, then Sipping Seduction are, are the ones that are. Right. So. so we all know that Dylan loves to do her research. So we're going to let you to it. Um, we're going to let you guys go for the night because I know you guys have some um trouble to cause on the streets of Nashville tonight. There's and a lot then, happening outside this window. That's all I'm saying. I can saying. tell. I can tell for real. Yeah. And then tomorrow well, you are going to do some research for your um, sipping seduction book. And I love that well, about you. So. Reader group for the, the photos that are yeah, coming. Been, She's been, been posting photos. Posting pictures in, in my reader group. What is it? Dylan's um, Crushing It crew? The Crushing It crew. Okay. Yeah. I was just going to yeah. say, like, mm -hmm. Dylan posts that in there because if they're not in there, they need to go join your Dylan's Crushing It crew so they can see the photos right. of you getting wasted right. tomorrow mm -hmm. at the distillery. No. <laughs> um, Casey, please take No, um, what I didn't mention photos. is earlier oh, this gosh. week, I had um, a special bout, a uh, fun bout of food poisoning. Mm. So I feel like 100% better today, but mm. this week has been um, not so fun. I okay. we, went, we, we had planned on the moonshine tasting and everything yesterday. And I mean, about halfway through the day, I was like, I'm okay. done. Didn't miss much with the wine. No, it was okay, just, but, it was a lot. So. But Casey, mm -hmm. let us know how she feels tomorrow after the oh, yes, yes. distillery. We're gonna do we're doing the angel tasting tour. So you get like the special tasting mm -hmm. of the Jack Daniels. Mm -hmm. Um and like yes. they take you to one of the barrel houses. So you know you get hit it's in the face with the whiskey barrel smell and then they oh, have yeah. it. So. It's gonna be fun. And and yeah. they have the, the smoothies, so you can get um uh, slushies, yeah. the slushies. whiskey smoothie? A whiskey slushy, Jack and Coke or Jack and Lemonade slushy that you can drink while on the tour. Yes. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> so here's the thing, Dylan. Are you taking pictures of your drinks so that you can yeah. post them for the for next month's like drink of? Did the, you see our drink of the that, week? Yeah. Our drink of not. the week this week was compliments of Miss Missy, Mama Missy. Jeez. I'm getting my misses and everybody all mixed up. <laughs> Mama Missy from the um, Junction 35, right? Junction okay. 35 Spirits in um, Gatlinburg. From last okay. yesterday. It was a yeah. beautiful pineapple upside down shot. Yeah, she did Ooh. a pineapple upside down cake shot. that was. And she pretty. told you her recipe? It was very dangerous. So. You did not taste it. She did. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I'm impressed. And it was yummy. So it's up there if anybody wants to, yeah. to see it. So yeah, it was really good. I know, poor right. Stephanie. We're sitting here just talking about. Authors. I know. <laughs> She's, like, She's like, I'm on vacation, ladies. Let's. Listen, I need one of those whiskey slushies. Yeah, oh, I'm on vacation. I need my whiskey slushie. Um, where can people find you if they want to talk hockey books? Where's the best place to find you? I would say on um, uh, on TikTok. 
Oh, okay. Place for me. Yep. Stephanie Queen author. Stephanie Queen author. Okay. Awesome. And you all know you can find me best here. You're, yeah, here. I mean, you can join my TikTok. I do need to like get more viewers and stuff. My agent said I need more TikTok viewers. So, yep. so yeah, definitely go to my TikTok and 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 that. But um, here, because we love you all. So, okay. yeah, romance happy hour. All right. Yep. All right, ladies. Thank you so much, and we are gonna say good night for tonight. And we will see you all in two weeks. And Dylan's hosting. Two weeks. Yes. Good job, Dawn. Yeah. The fourth <laughs> Thursday in August. Yes. Fourth <laughs> Thursday. The fourth hey, Thursday. Guys are great. You guys are great. It's been fun. Thanks all for right, being here tonight, will. Stephanie. We appreciate it. So Sorry much. for all the technical difficulties. Carly <laughs> yeah. Marshall. Yeah. It's fun. It's not just no. me tonight. So I'm super no. excited about this. So just so you know, though. All right. Love you all. We will all see right. you in right. two weeks. All right. Yep. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Romance Happy Hour. To find out who's coming on next or catch up on the video episodes, visit our website at romancehappyhour.com. Don't forget, you can always join us live on the second and fourth Thursday of each month on the Romance Happy Hour Facebook page. To connect with Dawn or me, check the show notes for our contact info. We'll see you next time. Cheers! Cheers.